0: No. Yeah, that was something. Something's alive. It's also, something's, oh, trying to, something's hunting us currently. <laughs> Welcome to Sugar Shack. We have <laughs> giant ass bugs. and uh, the, definitely not it's, a bug. I don't know where it is, but it's right by your head. Oh, right. that's, no, that's, that's something you don't, don't want to hear. <laughs>
1: that's exactly what you don't want to hear. Sugar, sugar, sugar,
0: sugar, 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 back, relax, All right, we got Mayday here. Joining us, hello, sugar shack podcast. If back you're not in the shack, familiar back in the shack, back in the motherfucker. You're not familiar with uh, Mayday, uh, you guys are how long have you guys been together officially? You said. Twenty years. Uh, it's oh, coming out. It's yo, don't t- say that out loud. <laughs> it's not twenty
2: yet. It's not twenty yet. I mean, um, that's
1: not kind of stuff you say. You know why loud. everyone
2: always takes a second to answer that question? Is because there's been many uh, iterations of Mayday. Sure. Right. Um, Burns and Plex started the group in 2006, five somewhere in that area. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I think I'm wrong. I mean, Quicksand came out. The first official like Mayday single was. It's 03. Oh, shit, you're right. It's 03. I'm sorry. 03.
1: 03, 03. So, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be long <laughs> a long time.
2: <laughs> a long time. A
0: long time.
1: Very soon. But you guys um, have seen some awesome development and growth. I mean, we've definitely journey. We've definitely seen a lot of versions of, um, you know, like it started as like a two-man hip-hop thing. Yeah. You know, microphone DJ just getting to it, getting our, uh, you know, beat machines and trying to do that thing. And then really wanting to, like, become musicians for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it became a band, you know? And then it just... And then everything's kind of just fed itself from that, from, like, being, like, some kids that wanted to, like, play with beat machines and, like, make samples. And, like, the only way to do that was to, like, become musicians was, like... So that's really kind of what made it... Ended up, you know, where it came from, you a little bit, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And you know, really what it is too, is like a lot of times we wear our, our, whatever our influences are super heavy on our sleeves, you know? Mm -hmm. So whatever we're listening to or into, whatever, we tend to always try and like pick it apart, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So,
1: I mean, that's a great question to start off
0: with kind of, who have been some of your biggest influences as a group when it comes to writing and shaping your sound?
1: Well, I'll let you start on that. Oh, man,
0: that's
2: a tough one.
0: Um... Man, as far as, like, hip-hop goes, because, like,
2: I feel like we're always rooted in hip-hop. Obviously, like, um, so much of what we do comes from that. Uh, Like, I came up on, like, super heavy East Coast, like, gangster rap stuff. So, like, Biggie, uh, DMX, you know. Um, Then I had to, like, later go back and be like, oh, wait, I missed, you know, I came into it a little bit late past the golden era. So I had to go back and then discover De La Soul. Uh, and then go into the roots, you know, Pharaoh yeah. Like, so as far as MCs go, like, me and him study MCs, big Black Thought fans, big, uh, you know, roots fans. So, uh, outcast fans, you know, so like hip hop is definitely a big part of it, but then our spectrum, and as far as the whole band goes, pretty wide too. When it was six of us, it was like the musical spectrum could go from anywhere from like Fela Kuri to like fucking Led Zeppelin <laughs> uh, to like Mars Volta to like we we're all over the place, you know. We we're listening to uh, Bob Marley on the road, we we're listening to uh, man, it's just. It was like two,
0: so many different.
1: And we styles. just really like music, man. we, we definitely listen to everything. <laughs> we're like
2: definitely part of that generation. Is all over the place in terms of like, which is yeah. cool styles. Yeah, but
0: I but we're seeing something cool. I think come out of that now, which is just a ton of genre bending artists. Right, definitely. Where before so. it was just so clean cut and cookie cutter, but now you're starting to like it's like unlocking a world of new possibilities well back As then just,
2: like back in the day you had to really commit to go yeah. into a different genre you had yeah. to buy those records and then you had to be like oh I hope I like this and you had to, it was like a, a commitment to get into that now it's so the accessibility makes it way easier for that to yeah. happen like you can just check out and do a deep dive on a whole genre from start to finish <laughs> in an afternoon you know yeah
0: the, that's true I wonder if mm-hmm. the smartphone and just like DSPs have just digital streaming platforms have just like opened up and maybe affected Which is an interesting thought, like, do you guys think streaming platforms, or how have streaming platforms shaped music? Oh, wow, that's a whole... That's a a big... Right, I mean, because what we're saying is kind of like the genre bending, or the ability to experiment with different genres.
2: I think it's double-edged sword, as in that it, like, the accessibility is a beautiful thing, it gives people, like, as a fan, all this music that we have access to is great, but then also, does it make us, like pass on the, is the music's more disposable now right mm-hmm. so like uh, Jay Cole put out an album recently and I loved it and then like a month later someone mentioned it and I'm like holy shit I only listened to that once Yeah, like I listened to it once and loved it and I was like yo that shit was riding loved it yada yada whatever and then never came back to it Yeah, and I didn't even think twice about it because it's just the cycle is moving so fast
0: inundation of it's just like
2: insane to keep up with so yeah. it's like man you really like it, it's uh, yeah it's a gift and a curse I feel like personally
0: yeah that was something something's alive it's also, something's, oh, gift to, to something's <laughs> hunting us currently welcome to sugar shack we uh-huh. have giant ass bugs and uh definitely not a bug. i don't know where it is but it's right by your head
1: oh right. that's, no, that's, <laughs> something that's something you don't want to hear <laughs> that's exactly what you don't want to hear
0: I'll be on the lookout for you though, bro. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty hot. Uh, I a mean, I, mean, I know
1: you guys can't uh, see, feel how hot it is, but it's pretty hot and <laughs> muggy out in this motherfucker right True. now. True. Anything can happen. Anything can happen.
0: Uh, <laughs> so y'all are on tour, or are you about to start? No, a tour? we're about to
1: start a tour uh, in October. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, five. Five weeks. Five uh, six, six weeks.
2: Almost six weeks now. Yeah. We're
1: and just, um, we're you know, building it out, going, hitting the Midwest, West Coast. You know, hitting pretty much the whole country. You know. Doing a big loop-de-loop, and, you know, it's our first time out since everything happened, really. So, this should be interesting. Um,
2: it's a weird time. It's like it's a, a weird
1: time to go out on the road. It's all very tenuous.
2: We're, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, like, excited to go out, but also apprehensive and a little bit nervous about, like, how now that the way that the world is going, and we don't know what it's going to look like even by October, yeah. that we're, like, a little bit, it's just, it's nerve-wracking. You yeah. Know? So, we're, like, yeah. we, we can't wait to go out. We can't wait to play. Can't you wait can't. to tour. Yeah. But you it's can't be too confident. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could easily like be accepting of the fact that it, we might have to not go. Yeah. You know, but we're t- really trying not to cancel it. So yeah, we, we'll see what happens.
1: So yeah. we'll see. Thanks. We'll see what happens, man. The it's world is a crazy place right now, you know? Yeah. Very up in the air.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I mean, some
0: of your new stuff, at least one of the new tracks that you did tonight, was mm-hmm. kind of inspired off of some of that.
1: Uh yeah. Just definitely. I mean, look, it. we're 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 very we like talk about what's going on in our lives always with our music, you know what I'm saying? So definitely hold on. It feels like one of those kind of tracks, you know? And um, and just, you know, being in the music business too, it's crazy. We're in a crazy, you know, you're, t- you're talking to dudes that have been now, or bands 20 years now and shit like that. So our perspective is a little bit different, I'd say, you know? And, um, and so like, you know, I don't know. We've seen the music industry change. Like, like when I came, when I first put out a record, like I was like putting out records. Like people don't even put out records anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it's just weird. You know, and I like so now I feel. Hold on, is a track where we're like kind of trying to make sense of like what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, but at the end of the day. You just have to, like, if you like making music, that's all you can hold on to, you know what I'm saying? Because this shit's going to change a million times over, and your life's going to go up and down, and you're going to have money sometimes, and you're going to be broke sometimes. And um, But, yeah, you got to love the music. Mm-hmm. If not, you ain't going to make it past a year or two doing this yeah. shit because it's hard, you know? Yeah. Especially going back to DSPs. I mean, people are putting out 60,000 songs a day, you know? Yeah so yeah from their bedroom right (laughs) from their bedroom bedroom. so Mm -hmm. you know music music has become a pretty hard gig Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um do you think just because of the saturation and like the accessibility absolutely like you said there's just uh, you know it used to be really special that you could like put out music and it was like something that a, a select few were like kind of able to do and now kind of like anybody can do it yeah you know and so yeah it doesn't matter how dope you are it's just you have the whole world at your fingertips right here you can go from you know j cole to madonna to beethoven (laughs) you know (laughs) on the swipe so it's like yo you got so much competition it's crazy it doesn't matter how dope you are you know so it's crazy you you mentioned a minute ago just
0: the kind of different phases in in the perspective that you've had you know, now, now being in the industry for a while. So rewind a little bit to you guys, you know, getting signed with, uh, uh, Tech Nines label, uh-huh. um, and just some of that—that that big shift. Because that seemed like a big shift for you guys. What was that back in 2013? 2014? Yeah. was 20, a
2: big, yeah. yeah. Around the twenty twelve, um, we did our first tour with Strange on in twenty twelve, uh, where we put our, fr- our actually our first album on. Uh, I hate even saying this, but fuck it, I'm gonna say <laughs> our first album on Strange's uh, turns ten next year. So oh, cool. yeah, twenty twelve was our first uh, album with Strange. Yeah, yeah, it was a major. It was a tectonic shift for us. It was yeah. fucking huge. Definitely. Um, yeah, and we and we had. It, it was a it was a major shift, but at the same time, we worked so hard for it to get there. We had grinded and done, like, mixtapes and promos, and we were, like, such a well-oiled machine going into that that it was almost, like, it was inevitable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't a shock. Yeah. We weren't surprised, right? Yeah. Like, we fucking drove right into that place, in a way.
1: Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Mm. We um, were as big as you could get as a local band. Mm-hmm. Right. We were, like, popping at the seams, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it was like somebody was going to grab us, you know? Yeah and yeah it was cool and and the thing about Strange is like we signed with a, a label that's like yo was at the time like has almost like gone through its own its own growing pains because it was like the best of like these independent labels that would like print their own CDs and go on their own tours and like you know this whole like DIY kind mm-hmm. of thing where they were independent for real and making their own money you know what I mean and now at the end of the industry is changing and shit like that and, oh, shit, there's a fucking mouse. That's probably what was by your head. Hey. But- Damn. Um, Ratatouille in this bitch. Ratatouille in this bitch. But, uh. Here we are. And I'm so, excited. yeah, so, like, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, like, the, we're with this label that's had to readjust as well, mm. you know. readjust to what's going on and it's been an interesting thing because it's like all they have to hold on to now like us kind of in a way is like the the live show is really what's still like you can't just roll out of bed (laughs) and like do a dope show you still gotta be dope you still have to have an act yeah you know what I mean so it's like that's kind of the one thing where like you can still make money as a musician you Mm -hmm. know or I guess as a creative person in general but you know yeah
0: Yeah. and that I mean there's a hunger for that right now yeah that's more, the that's the one other than, upside than, yeah and I mean, everything that's happened is that people, people want really to, yeah. want live music again we, we took it for granted totally so many different ways so and, yeah.
1: in that sense that's a good thing
2: absolutely you know that's another, that's another thing that excites us about the tour the fall tour is yeah. that like we know we've, we've done a few, we did a few shows recently and, and the vibe is different than mm-hmm. it was before Yes you people know,
1: are way more appreciative Definitely a big complacency In the
2: live show market So many options So many things to do But then when you take that shit away People are like Oh fuck I really love that shit yeah. You know And yeah You feel that from the stage now So I feel like Driving into October To do these to do this totally. fall tour We'll feel
1: that And people still like Seeing other people do things You know what yeah. I'm saying Yeah totally. Like humans like seeing Humans like Douches play guitars and douches you know, like yes. the sessions and all yeah, of that. Exactly, is so you know, absolutely. That's, that's good. That's that's a good thing. Absolutely. Robots still haven't overtaken. No, us no, right no. Now. no. <laughs>
0: they can't, I mean, if they do, then I take resign, that. Either one's so, Don't say never. Say <laughs> <Yeah>. never. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's coming true. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, man. So, back to that real quick because I'm curious. You know, being being an independent artist and doing a lot of DIY stuff and being you know growing and hustling as a local. What was like? what was maybe something you didn't expect when you made that jump and you got signed onto a pro label and you started growing in that, that way. I mean, I know it's kind of like, you're looking back on hindsight now, but or some of the things you were excited about? And then maybe something that you uh, didn't expect. Um,
2: I think, uh, <laughs> probably one of the biggest, like, um, uh, Things that revealed itself to us That we it was like a growing pain in itself Is that we got signed to Strange When Strange was at their Arguably their golden era Their pinnacle When they reached their highest peaks And Tech was also The biggest, you know Artist in the fucking game at that point And we got put on to tours with him Did... Uh, 65 show tour on our first year, and then the second year we looped back around and did 94 shows in 105 days, which they said was like the Guinness World Book Record tour for the longest consecutive hip hop tour ever. Oh my! To gosh. this day, uh, so we we Adapt did it to your accolades. We did, yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah, wear that one proud. Um, that was a, it was a crazy tour. We did like I was telling them earlier that uh, we did. 25 shows in a row then we took one day off and then we did 26 shows that was the longest two stretches back to back so we did 50 something shows with one day off i can't which was insane uh but we were so inch sucks (laughs) Uh, it was definitely rugged it was you know it was a lot of fun and we it was it was machine gun kelly's first tour so that was there was an energy there because he wasn't on the label and uh it was a bunch of strange artists and it was just it was a good vibe good energy but what we i think one of our biggest like holy shit moments was we did those two tours, play for thousands and thousands and thousands of people, but then when you come off that, now you gotta come back around and book your own tour. Mm. And now you gotta like see how many of that those people from those shows are gonna come and mess with you mm-hmm. and come and see your show. And that was where we had to do a build. So going out and doing what, a hundred 150 shows to those to tech nines crowd was super dope and we made a ton of fans but then when we went to do our first tour i didn't i don't think any of us really expected that we had to kind of really like start grassroots again mm. because we'd already played to his crowd now we got to take it and build our own crowd that's mm-hmm. going to the mayday show you know what i mean so we took it, it was I, I don't think we expected it to be what it was like it was more challenging than i thought we thought it was going to be
1: mm. you know what i'm saying like right yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Am I talking out of turn? <laughs> nah, <you> just, <laughs> it just—it was crazy. It was like it's that, hardcore again. So you're we're on tour for two years, hardcore, and then you gotta like kind of—it's there's like behind the scenes work you gotta do mm-hmm. after that. You know? Yeah, it's kind of what, what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So your team has to be super crazy on point, bro. Being a musician is to break an artist costs a lot of money, bro.
2: Mm,
1: absolutely, a lot of money. A lot of people gotta get paid. To spend time on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... And then you're like, "Where's
0: my money? I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one." I <laughs> the one, one. Yeah. 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 it right? all. Wait, Like at yeah. some point, I get paid for my work, right? Um, <laughs>
2: right. And, and uh, that's my that's my uh, glass, like well, like you know, on the way down moment. But I would say, just to keep it like to also drop a positive note, is um, I by that point <laughs> when we had signed to Strange, I was like very underground mentality, came up on underground hip hop, and I was in my head like always like shoot for the stars and all that shit, cool. But I was already kind of like um, signing off in my mind that like the kind of music that we do would never be mainstream enough to put a plaque on our wall or you know sell a million copies or Mm -hmm. whatever and something i wouldn't if we signed and they would have been like do you think this is gonna happen i would have been like nah nah i don't i don't see us like getting certified gold or platinum or whatever with anything that we're doing right now i think our music's amazing i just don't think it's mainstream like that to that effect and of course uh on our right after our second album we produced fragile for tech which has Kendrick Lamar on it and Kendall Morgan, and we we put that out, did a radio run with that, it went to radio and it did really well. The video went crazy ape shit on YouTube, and the record, I don't know for how long it was after, but you know maybe a year or somewhat after goes gold, mm-hmm. and that was like a shocker to me. Like that was in our in our repertoire. I was like, wow, I wouldn't have like when we signed been like, yeah, we're gonna get a gold record for sure. Like we're on. Like yeah. that's not how I thought, you know. So like, get going gold with Fragile was like a super like crowning achievement for us and something that I like super unpredictable for yeah. me, you know i would have never called that
0: one awesome so cool i mean so what super. are some of like you've been able to work with a ton of different artists yes a right? ton i mean Our what are any of them that great, like great. stand out to you that you were like wow that was really fun i mean i know they're all fun and it's it's cool to meet a bunch of people but any of them stand call. out you want, oh. yeah, or even just <laughs> uh, funny chime ones. In I, know. I know
2: yeah. you're gonna feel me on this uh, uh, w- uh we sh- we did a record called the ride with dell Funky Homo Sapien, and he came and shot the video with us in Miami, and we had a blast with him. It was super fun, one of our most fun videos we've ever shot. Uh, we di- we recorded the record through the wire with him, but he was really like g- uh, graceful the way he did it. And then when he came to do the video, we had this concept where we're like, "Yo, okay," and we just met this dude, by the way. <laughs> so he just comes into our studio, meets all these people, and we're like, "Yo, man, so here's the concept of the video." We like. Uh, are chilling at home and a coffin gets delivered to our house and we like open a door and it's like a you know somebody knocked and ran and leaves a coffin and you're in it but we don't know you're in it so when we carry it around Miami trying to basically like find out where this coffin needs to go so then like that's the pitch you know what I mean and he was a
1: coffin right there there's a there's a wood (laughs) and and an old school
2: like western wooden coffin not like a modern coffin like the creepy coffins and so he was looking and he definitely had an apprehensive like look in his eye like so, wait, I'm gonna, you want me in the coffin? Like, I feel like he almost was a little bit like superstitious about it. He's like, I don't know if I really wanna get in the coffin. So, we're like, oh, we're, we go powwow in the corner and we're like, oh, we might have to like convince him to do it. I don't know. He looked a little bit skittish on whether yeah. or not he wanted to do it. All of a sudden, we like look around and be like, oh, yeah, and so, oh, oh where'd, where'd he go? He's in the coffin already. <laughs> He's jumped in without us asking. Nobody said, yo, we're going to rehearse or, or action or anything. He's just in it, just kind of running his verse, like in it, already getting into character. Guy, he was so fucking dope. That's awesome. He like, yeah, he, and he was super game for it and we were shaking the coffin, throwing lights at it <laughs> and do all, And from then, it was a wrap, you know, like the, he was he was fully into it. Making beats on his iPad, like just a character. Yeah. Like when you listen to his music, you imagine him to be that character. He's that guy. Yes. So,
0: that's awesome. Exactly, that
2: guy. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: oh, Mouse fall. <laughs> oh no. Mouse Damn. fall.
0: Um. Hey look, are you tired of waking up in the morning with a gnarly hangover from drinking too much booze? Uh, We've got a really, really awesome alternative for you. It's called Goodfellow Botanicals. Uh, Goodfellow makes euphoric, mood-enhancing, non-alcoholic teas. They're kratom-based, and right now we're offering a spiced honey citrus blended flavor. Um, Kick back, relax, pour yourself a glass at home, at the beach, hanging out with friends, get social with it, hang out. Pick up a growler. You can head over to at Goodfellow Botanicals on their Instagram to place an order to learn more about what goes into their euphoric tea blends. Uh, Enjoy. Kick back. Hang with us. Enjoy some Goodfellow.
1: CeeLo was another one. Mm. That was another good one that was exactly what you expected him to be like. Mm. And he was like that, you know, totally pimpish, you know. (laughs) Uh, he had just done Gnarles Barkley so he was like yeah this Gnarles Barkley thing just came out I think it's gonna do good for me you yeah, know like, we just, we just oh, went wow. to the
2: UK or yeah. whatever like I think it might be alright like, bam exploded you yeah know, right that after, was before uh, crazy hit right before here. crazy
1: hit hit yeah. you know so definitely you know he was another person that was like like you, what you would expect, like funny and like kicking it to every girl. Which I, I feel
0: like I asked somebody recently. I'm like, "What's what's Celo up to? Is he just chilling these days?" I guess or? He's just
1: chilling, collecting his pub <laughs> checks, yeah, yeah, collecting
2: his He did do a record
0: not too
1: long
2: ago, but yeah. yeah um, that's I just question. see him on
1: IG. That's about it. Me I don't too, really be. A... I
2: don't know, man. Yeah, he's chilling. Whatever he's doing. Hey, good for him. He did a lot of writing for people
0: too. He's super yeah, talented. A lot of writing. Oh yeah, yeah he worked he, a lot, man. So I
1: could see if he, you know.
0: Wanted to chill, chill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. You were talking about the demands of touring. I was listening to an artist kind of talk about the the cycle of just touring and then coming back from tour and feeling the pressure to write again. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wonder if do, do you guys have you guys ever felt that? Like, all right, I'm I'm toast. I, we've been touring this album, but by the time we put it out, we've we're done working on it. Now we've exposed it and you know done a bunch of live shit with it. And now I'm exhausted. That's already been like a year, yeah, or two, or, or whatever that looks like. I mean, how have you guys been able to maintain that like creative we, I stride?
2: Like, I feel like we were more. we would come home from tour and be like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not gonna see you for like a week or two, if that's yeah. cool. Like, we're gonna go into our own
0: little corners or whatever."
2: But um, for music, though, I think we were like we'd go out on the road and get inspired Mm. and like we'd be on the road we always were making beats we're always kind of like working into on the next shit and then i always felt like we got really inspired on the road like talking to people hearing like what they liked about our shit seeing shit meeting people talking conversations that you have at the bar or whatever and then we'd come home like juiced from that and then be ready to make music it was really like when we go on tour we're like burnt on making music. That's like mm-hmm. it, that's why for a little while when we were really like had our schedule going, we had like such a good like it's such a good rotation. you like make the album, you're burnt on the studio, you want to get out of the studio. You f- go on the road. And you go on the road for a couple months and you vibe and you like s- perform the songs and by the time the tour is over, you take your week or two break and then we were kind of like back into it for real. Yeah. Like, you
1: know. We never had that issue really. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We're always ready to work. Yeah. You know. We I think I think now so me, at least me, I can't speak for wreck but, um, you know, like you have a list of things that you want to do, like whatever fucking flamenco album or reggae album or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm. And then like eventually you get to like the end of that list and you're like, okay, now what I want to do, <laughs> you know? And that's kind of where I'm at a little yeah. bit right mm-hmm. now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: the new stuff is sounding great. I know you're here. You guys are both here as Mayday, but you came to record some of your new stuff. And, yeah. I mean, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, man. Thank man. you so much, man. Thank um, you so much. What what's just unpack the project a little bit more for me? Just how'd um, you push yourself? I was on, on the road.
1: That? It was time to do a solo project. I was listening to a lot of like Stevie Stevie Wonder and Mac Miller and shit like that. A lot of like jazz and soul records and Which shit. Which
0: I I heard a lot of. It, you, you know so and really um
1: it. and yeah, it just I was just vibing on that vibe, man. And it mm-hmm. was, it's, it was really like an introspective type of album for me. You know, it went on during like a you know I would fucking the band was moving and changing and fucking divorce and all that Mm. bullshit in life type shit you know so it's one of those type albums you know Mm -hmm. and yeah you know
2: it's an amazing album I'm just gonna talk it up for a second it's flawless super fire album and um thanks Rick (laughs) And yeah Made during like A very tumultuous time for us Like professionally Personally Like shit was going like crazy And I always got to give him props Because he he When we Like I first joined Mayday He was never uh, He never had a desire To do solo record You know So he was um, I came into the group As a solo artist Joined it And told the guys Like yo man uh, Just so you know I'm always going to be Kind of want to do My little solo thing Or whatever And they were like Gracious and cool But he was always like Nah I'm never really I never really had the itch And when uh, See on the other side Was like pitched he was kind of like oh I feel like you're a little bit like you know yeah I, I guess I'll do it fuck it let's give it a whirl or whatever and that album came out amazing but then this album I feel like is when you were like primed to go in and do do a project without you didn't even think about doing
1: a solo record, yeah, and, and I was very doing. lucky too that um, I, I got connected with this other producer Seven who basically produced the whole who produced the whole album you know what I mean mm-hmm. and we, we just kind of locked in mm-hmm. really you know when I told him my vision of the album he like delivered perfectly you know what yeah. I mean it's kind of jazzy vibe, you yeah. know.
0: Mike so. Summers, shout out Mike Summers. Mike Summers,
1: it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
0: I I don't know what, and I know it's not this way all the time, but there's something about music or some of the songs that come out of painful. Dark, uh, yeah, I mean, for, at least for times. me, I
1: I write only write what I know, so definitely, I mean, that's you know,
0: like I can't just sit down and write a happy song and. I have life problems is, with that too. Life <laughs> is just falling <laughs> yeah. apart around I, me. I just don't I have, have the, friends the, the call the me inspiration. Up, <laughs> I have friends call me
2: up, and be like, Are "You okay? Yeah, you good?" Yeah. And I'm actually like, it's weird. Like I often feel like sometimes too. Um, like you write sometimes what's missing in your life as well like mm-hmm. you can get inspired by something that happens too but there's been times when we're like feeling good about things but we want to write something that's moody and dark because like you often like I feel like I know people that are very depressed that write happy shit sometimes too yeah. like you often sometimes need to fill a void as well so like I've, I've experienced that a lot and I just like I just love moody shit you mm-hmm. know like and I feel like we, we hit it off like that when I joined Mayday we like I was like, "Yo, I like to talk about dark apocalyptic shit. If that's cool," and he was like, "Oh, I'm game already." They were already doing stuff like that too. So, yeah, we definitely like uh, to go there. You know, not that we can't go the, you know to the happy vibes, but I do like um, soundtracking that. And also, what started to happen to us was we'd go on the road, and people would resonate strongly with those records that were about like heartache and pain. Mm-hmm. And then they it would you'd hear what how therapeutic it was for them to hear that Mm -hmm. and it makes you want to be like okay cool well then i got other stories i can tell you too that are in that vein (laughs) that you might appreciate you know and and it feeds it you know people are very appreciative of it when you go on the road they don't uh i don't don't feel like you hear as many people at least at our shows go like yo man happy is my shit like i love that record or whatever and you're like oh okay yeah cool like it's really things that resonate that are from yeah painful
0: experiences so they know they're not alone they when they feel that shit brings people together I mean, obviously, like, happy moments do, but there's something about, like, shared pain that I feel like is a different human connection. (laughs) When you're happy, you
2: don't give a fuck if anyone else is happy, in a way, you know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, I feel great. I don't know about you all, but I feel great. But when you feel bad, you know, the Misery Loves Company thing, like, when you feel bad, you want to know that you're not the only one that feels bad because, you know, you're lonely and separated and shit from life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice to know. I think it's more beneficial to know that people are feeling a little fucked up with you Mm -hmm. than to need to know everyone's happy with you
0: yeah it's right. great that's a great point uh burns are are you taking your stuff to on tour or are you just waiting
1: or i you know i don't really think that far ahead man <laughs> <laughs> i kind of just go with the flow man that's good that's a good way um, of doing it solo yeah, touring's been hard for maybe, us to maybe maybe i mean yeah i'll do a few solo shows here and there but it's not you know i don't know you know it's a tough thing man you know is kind of a, this big brand and this big thing that we do so it takes up most of our kind of like time mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff and then the solo stuff especially the solo shows for me is kind of just way more on the side you know like this today's Sugar Shack was the first time I'd done these songs live wow you know like yeah you what know? wow. time that's a just wait just yeah. wait yeah. history yeah. you know yeah um,
0: and then Eddie was telling me that you you were talking to him about a podcast that you you've been doing. Oh
1: yeah, like yeah. oh yeah. get the fuck out of here! You get the fuck out
2: of here! Yeah, I started this random podcast. You're like Fifty some episodes. I'm like fifty two episodes in. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, I started it. It started off of like an Instagram joke that I had running. It was really silly and juvenile, which I love that kind of humor. And um, and I was like, yeah, I wanted to do something wasn't music related because I felt like it would be like easy and obvious to do. And normally I'm happy for easy and obvious. I love all that shit, but uh. F- for the podcast, I was like, I, I could hear him in my head being like, yo, do something different, at least a little bit, do something outside the box or whatever. And um, it came up organically from this joke I had on Instagram um, where I was just like criticizing people who are doing stupid, dumb shit. And I was like, you know what? Let me like let out my curmudgeon jaded musician soul <laughs> over here where I'm not talking about music or the business or DSPs and shit. Yeah. I want to talk about this guy who fucking went to the Daniel Beach naked and got arrested for some dumb shit. Like, <laughs> so I went there. That's where I went. It's been fun. It's been mm. cool to do. I do have to read a lot of stories that make you like lose your faith in humanity, which is kind of fucked up. I'm
0: like, damn. <laughs> now like, you need new content. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I'm like, damn. Maybe I should have like done something more positive with my life. But, uh, but no, nah, it's been fun. It's been cool. And, and what's what's dope is that I was I'm aiming to like get a fan base outside of our music. But of course, like our fans listen to it because dig they it. fuck with our shit, yeah. so they they dig it. So I work in a little bit of music stuff here and there. But, um, yeah, it's been cool. Just I just wanted to try something different. It started like during. Uh, Like the end of Or actually like just before the, the previous year To COVID so I started it and then COVID hit and then i was like well at least i started something i can just do in my house which Got a is project cool
0: now, yeah. yeah
2: and then i was trying to just basically navigate podcast space when everyone stopped listening to podcasts <laughs> so that was tight. <laughs> great timing <laughs> recognized yeah yeah i was like i watched like i saw how many people were listening in the beginning stats and then like i saw all the articles it was like oh everyone stopped
0: commuting so then now no one listens to and podcasts. is that the main reason i was going to ask you what, uh, probably.
2: the reason for what? oh for yeah yeah, yeah the commute oh yeah cuz i mean uh, when we listen to Podcasts we listen to Mostly yeah. on the road yeah When we, we're on long drives And you know On the train or Yeah whatever. you're not gonna yeah. sit
0: On your sofa Yeah and, like, yeah You don't go like, you, like you don't like Netflix Unless and, you're watching Sugar like podcast <laughs> Yeah up?
2: visual ones So, so yeah, that's a good point So the first season I just did audio only hmm. And then I was like Well there is a uh, it is a little bit more viable to watch even if you're not on the go if there is a visual yeah. so I started doing video like you guys have here and, and I found that to be more helpful for people because yeah they, if it's just audio only especially Besides, if you're not man, traveling you're so handsome
1: dog hey, <laughs> dude, come on now
2: so I yeah it's been fun though man it's been cool we always been trying to uh, diversify what we do um, when we travel with all our like colleagues and shit from Strange they always champion us on our like uh versatility
0: and yeah in what we do because well, you and do this perform. and then you've also got i mean just a lot of cool different ways to represent like your your band's brand in my opinion like mean like some of the uh mayday tv stuff that you guys yeah. try to keep up with and yeah. it seems like that has kind yeah. of, like, to me growing
2: it's it's audience. it's uh anything that gets the people back to the music
0: like it's i, I to always
2: tell people like i'm it's very transparent with me. Whatever I'm doing is to get you to, at some point, go, "Hey, you have music, right? Oh yeah, yeah I would love you to hear this fucking yeah. shit too, or whatever." <laughs> so, um, we always did like vlogs, uh, vlogs or whatever, and and uh, shit tour vlogs and stuff,
0: and all of that is really just. You to did say, one here, right? When you yeah, we did one when we here. came here,
2: yeah. yeah. Hell yeah,
0: and also that was my homework. I was like, all right, let me watch the <laughs> let me watch y'all's vlog <laughs> at Sugar Shack. <laughs>
2: and um, it's weird because like vlogs don't really push the meter. I've been told mad times yeah. before, but I feel like for our diehards, it's something that's cool and then also regardless of whether a thousand people watch it or ten or a million or whatever um, it's just another like cool creative muscle to flex that's different from what we normally do with our music and shit so we love editing and shooting a ton of our own videos so like I just like to do that shit so it's uh, it mixes up the bag a little bit this man is a machine he's very
1: self-sufficient when it comes to these things wow Wreck Broadcasting Systems.
0: <laughs> WBS. WBS. I dig it. I dig All it. Right, that like needs that. to be some big LLC that you yeah, put
2: together. Yeah. i yourself put WBS do. LLC
0: uh-huh. out. WBS a, a, a TV channel for sure. Mm. Yeah. WBS. Let's go. You know, yeah. Like a
1: cool 70s type promo. Like yeah. <laughs>
0: WBS. I a little like it. VCR action going on. Yes. A little grain. I dig yep. it. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, so, I mean, you guys, you've been working together for a while now. So what's your songwriting process like between the two of you for Mayday what's that has yeah, it changed yeah we read or?
1: so many songs dude it's really just very fluid at this point <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. we did an album with Murs, and after we did the album with him he, called, he started calling us the Wonder Twins cause he was like I see you guys have like musical conversations that you don't have out loud He's, like, it's very yeah. odd, like, in and, yeah. and, and, and a dope way. Like, you'll, like, you be on the same page, but you never, like, actually said it out loud. And I was, like, well, we've been working together for a long time. Yeah, and, we've been
1: working together for t- so long. Dude. Yeah. It's Hundreds been, of songs, man. So uh, it's, like, we'll just be, like, yeah. no, nah, mm, Yeah, you think so? Uh-huh. What? Okay. Mm, uh Well, you know, <laughs> it's just, like, so we'll pick a topic.
2: Mm-hmm. Mostly, we'll start kicking around ideas. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like conversational stuff, like uh, friends that we have in the studio. will be like, kind of sometimes just like quiz them on what's going on in their life, or uh, you know, talk about cultural events or you know, pop stuff or whatever, pop culture stuff. Or sometimes,
1: nah, but the song is kind of like this kind of vibe, bro. it's like a, you know, yeah. it's supposed to be a boom, bam, boom. boom right? Like <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's just so many ways like that.
2: There's like a there's like a, yeah sometimes it, it's it's music based so we'll, mm-hmm. it'll start by okay what do we hear in the music um, which I always loved like before I got into it that was how I I was not never I was never the good like kind of songwriter like some people just sit somewhere in a corner and go I've got it like and yeah. like Eureka like I've got a song and I and now I need to find some music for this that I I was never like I'm not good at music theory and I I don't really play an instrument that well I'm
1: uh, good for right now. where
2: uh, oh, thank you brother so um so I never had that like that talent like in that regard so mostly for me it's always been music based and we're hip hop kids initially so it was always coming from the beat first so yeah. we hear the beat alright cool how does the beat make you feel make you feel like this oh yeah I kind of envision this and then we like go from there but um along the way he, he's really good at just picking up ideas mm. pre music and he'll be like yo I heard um you know i heard someone say this the other day at the coffee shop or at, uh, oh, you know, at a cool. party or whatever yeah. and that's always been really dope he brings like a lot of our, our best yeah. made ideas come from his notepad where he's like yo i heard this the other day and i thought that was really dope
0: and i'm like oh that's fresh all right cool that sounds like great. a song
2: yeah that sounds like a song
1: you know uh,
0: just overhearing somebody's conversation or somebody
1: you yeah. you know you'll tell me something or together it's just you know sometimes they'll say some and you'll be like damn that's a song and usually you can tell when an album is coming when like a lot of those are coming right you like, start collecting a like ton like your of ears them. start to like perk up more than usual you yeah. know what i mean you're like oh shit you're looking out for it we're, we're <laughs> looking out if they're coming more than you know <laughs> okay that no pad yeah. section getting warm you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's always the best how know.
0: many songs like do you guys feel like you write around an album you know what i mean because You'll write X amount, and then you know s- how many of them do you write, and then how many of them like uh, probably like I don't
1: know, ten to twelve, probably I would think.
2: Um, uh, well, like when we're really going and like and we, we well, the thing is, it's always well, you've hard got to like judge your
0: album. But then it, what? How it, many songs you write? It's around hard to judge for throwaways. us because because
2: we're always working. So like we got treat it. the studio like a nine to five. And yeah. You know, you know, I I just had kids, I had twins, so like my my personal schedule is a little bit more lax than it used to be. Like, yeah. um, because my life is just a little bit more demanding, but uh. Pretty before I had my kids um, We would just be in there Every day Nine to five basically So to speak You know Whatever eight hours like, yeah. uh, And we Regardless of project or no So then when a project comes up Sometimes we have a pocket full of We're stuff back, got you know, it. Ready got to go it. already You know yeah. So then it's hard for us To like really judge But when the album
1: process When we go to whittle it down Let's say the reggae album Which we didn't have shit Mm-hmm. That was, you know, yeah. We start from scratch. Start from scratch, and I feel like we, you know, we get like sixteen to eighteen tracks, And yeah. then we whittle yeah. it, and then we whittle it down to like twelve. The yeah. bug attack, and you he just got heard? attacked. Yeah, yeah, it's a beat though, so I'm just like trying to get so shit. No, that's cool. Yeah, and yeah. everybody, it's so cool to
0: hear, you know. And I love what you were saying earlier. Like, I've never heard that before. Where you know you'll have you'll overhear something or conversation and that will be inspo for a song
1: I think oh, that's, that's super sure. rad other people yeah. write the albums for sure big time. Yeah. you know yeah. yeah sick
0: it's more than just the cup that brings warmth and focus to your daily routine it fuels good times and new beginnings and unites old friends and like live music we gather wherever it's brewing beneath these palms we discuss our dreams we share songs of love intention and inspiration in its purest form every pour sparks creativity and every sip starts a story all right switching it up a little bit curveball question mm, i love those. let's go what <laughs> what's the what is an insult that you took as a compliment and your time is being a mayday like hey that was supposed to be insulting but it was actually a compliment Shit. Um, or or if you can't think of that greatest insult of, of time <laughs> we often people uh, it's, it's easier for me to do it in reverse like what was someone that
2: tried to compliment you but that insults, you took it as right, an insult fair. yeah 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 and, like, that. Um, like and that we've stuff. had some people over the years like tell us <laughs> man you know when I first heard you guys I didn't really fuck with y'all but I kept listening I listened to a couple yeah. more I, I really dig y'all shit <laughs> yeah. now. and I'm like thanks like, I guess yes. like that's weird you know like yeah. it's just weird to say like yeah when I first heard you I was like nah not for me and I, I just forced my way into like you like you know what I mean but I get what they were trying to say but that came off as like kind of yeah. people yeah. say crazy
1: shit to us on the road on this last project that I put out I got a lot of like man you know what I really like about you too that like you don't really do like you know, like popular, like all that popular kind of <laughs> music or whatever, like you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like up dry I really you. like that about you. I'm just like, man, thanks, dude. You know, like yeah, yeah. Exactly. I really like that you don't you don't really go for like that, you know what everybody's doing. Dope that, you know, shit, that Radio sound. Radio <laughs> sound. Oh, like, damn, fuck <laughs> you know. Thanks for the compliment, <laughs> bud. <laughs> that's funny yeah, you said
0: but, people have said crazy things to you on the on the road and stuff like yeah. what's, is there anything that stands out to you like uh, we asked Little Stranger this too like yeah. craziest moments on the road Um,
2: well they're all detrimental to my pride but I'll, fuck it I'll throw one out there <laughs> Um, we were in Kansas City doing a Strange Music first festival they did Strange Fest with all the artists from the label and it was really dope and it was fun and uh, nice like Pretty girl came down The fucking thing And she was like there We're doing meet and greet This is before the show And um, she came down And she said She looked at Burns and Noms And she said Hey No disrespect I love you guys and everything But like, I got the biggest crush on Wreck or whatever. And that, like, never happens to me. So I was like, oh, shit, that's nice. You know, I was like, sweet. And she was cute, shit. So I was like, oh, that's dope. So and then she's like, oh, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. So then Burns like, I'll take it for you. Burns grabs the camera. He's taking a picture. She's next to me or whatever. This is a couple years ago. I was way heavier, by the way. But anyways, um, she goes, she, she puts, uh, you know, we were here and, like, taking the picture. And she has her, like, her hand up against my, like, gut right here. And she's like... <laughs> She's like, you got a dad bod now, and I was uh, like, oh, just ah, oh, painful. Like, I get it. She was trying to be cute, but it was like painful paper. for me. Yeah, yeah
0: I was like, like wah, wah, yeah.
2: Shout out to her. I don't, I didn't get her name, but yeah. yeah. Uh, that one, that one hurt my feelings a little bit. I was like, damn, you're feeling like a rock star. And she's like, oh, I got a compliment, and then like, not, but a they minute later, it turned into like a low key insult for real. So yeah, what ha- that happens a lot in meet and greets though, because um, meet and greets are a little awkward. Just in general, sure. like people are nervous,
1: yeah. Or sometimes they meet, and they're big fans, so they kind of like, kind of like know you, yeah. In a way, but they don't, but they but don't they do, but yeah. It has, has to be a very me? like overpowering energy. Like, Oh, uh,
0: what do I do with this? I don't know. What do you? What do? You, what do you it's do with it? It's very. As, nice as possible,
1: as cool yeah. as possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we love, yeah. and and yo, a lot of those people, you do see after a while, like yeah. they are kind of like fam, 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 like the yeah. people that get the meeting creature become family. Yeah, for real, for real. You yeah. know what I mean? Um. So yeah, it's just it's interesting, man. It's just you know, how do you get to know somebody that like already kind of knows you in a way too? It's been, been like man, watching your year. life. <laughs>
2: it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's, we've done so many of them over the years that we've seen a lot of. And you know, characters and like just different kinds of people. Some people come in; they bear, they don't want to look you in the eye. They're just so they're so like
0: nervous. Like, why did you pay for this meeting?
2: Yeah, break? yeah. It's like yeah. they yeah they might. They, and then a lot of people tell us what well, my favorite one is that people tell us like, "Yo, man, I met you guys and and it was a tour full of like six artists and I didn't know who you guys were." And I lo- I always love that they come in, they don't know us, they meet us, and they're probably not that enthused. Like they're cool, but they're not like, "Oh, I love you guys." They're not over the moon for us or anything. But then they see our show, and then the next time they see us. It's a fucking whole different story. And, yeah. they, and, and some of them have the wherewithal to tell us the story mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I came, I knew Tech 9 I knew whoever, I knew Ritz or something, and then I didn't know you guys and I met you guys, I took a picture with you guys, or I skipped the picture with you guys and mm-hmm. I feel like an asshole now because I saw your show and I fucking love you guys. And that yeah. to me shows like we earned it. And I love that.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, I love that too about like even when you guys just got here like right away I could just tell you guys were super down to earth dudes and that's exactly. always really fun you just don't do radio music you're down to earth
1: I feel like you don't, don't give off that like combo. I'm a star thing you know what I'm saying like you're just a regular guy dude you we, know?
2: we had we, we were signed to an indie record label in Miami and and um they were they were made as a two-man group I was a solo artist and um the the um, Craig Kalman uh, the the Atlantic right he was, a, he was like the know, head one of, these he, one of the dudes. heads of Atlantic at the time was coming down and, and they were. I was there in a conversation with him and the guys from this label and they said yo um, the guys from Pretty Ricky just walked into the hotel lobby and the minute they walked in I knew they're fucking stars you know and then I immediately thought <laughs> Uh, that's never going to be yeah, like yeah. i can never be that you know what i mean like that's not my energy that's not true, you know dude. so like how how else can we like do what we do like no I, what i thought, I thought then when i heard that
1: He's a superstar, i was like yo <laughs> like,
2: can that ever be me i don't know if that can be me like i don't know if i have that naturally yeah. like without having to put it on but what's cool about what we do and where we've been and what like what we've carved out for ourselves is we get that a lot. People say that to us, but I just like, that's just how we are. You know, like, we mm-hmm. don't have to put that on. We're just down to earth. We like talking well, to people. Yeah. We like drinking with people. We we don't like, we're not up here on some
0: bullshit. Yeah.
2: And, and people. Man, it grows
1: on you, bro. It's just, <laughs> it's one of those kind of bands.
0: Not
2: when you first hear us, but when you're not.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, and, and for me, I, I love that because, um, well, I, you think about big movie stars and stuff. Like, some of them are super down to earth. Fucking. Yeah. In that sense. Right. Like, they're just like, no, like, no matter how many people know me or whatever like I'm just I'm the same me and I love when people can preserve that right. level of authenticity yeah because there's something about being authentic and knowing who you are and being yourself and growing in popularity and maintaining that yeah and that's what was refreshing like when you guys right. got here I knew that you guys were a big were a big group and big artists and um and being able to interact with you and right away just feeling like oh this is going to be a really chill conversation well, thanks. so I yeah. appreciate that. I'm trying to
1: get rich as fuck so that I, <laughs> so that I can be I can be an asshole.
2: What they don't talk about when they talk about artists who are are like arrogant or assholes or whatever yeah. is that those artists before they got to where they're at to be those assholes did probably get shit on quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, that's the thing.
1: You got to get shit on. Or like yo, a lot of times that's a great example like meet and greet type shit, mm-hmm. you know like I don't know. There's also like a protocol to meet and greet and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit because at the same time like yo you've gotten shit on a lot of times or like you know the way things move I don't know whatever I'm I'm on it. You have to right no, now you have to look no, out no, for it. That's yeah, why yeah. You here, ha- yeah you have
2: to you have to look out for patterns emerge if you meet like on on the last Tech9 tour we did I think I counted like. Uh, It was like 3,500 people. We met 3,000. We shook 3,000 hands, which sounds crazy in COVID times, but we shook 3,000 plus hands in meet and greet alone. That's not including when we'll go out to the bar and kick it with people after the show. But pre the show, we're meeting 3,000 people. You see patterns start to emerge in people and people do say, really foul shit to us at Mm -hmm. times and I don't mean like shit that you're gonna punch somebody in the face for but like they'll say awkward shit they don't understand or they'll say something that they don't think is uh, an insult that is kind of an insult you know so it's, it's very tough to not get like um, belligerent or like jaded or cynical towards that because you have to just remember sometimes like we said people are nervous or mm-hmm. whatever and then you have to remember there's so many people for that one person that might have said like oh shit you got fat or you're a dad bod or whatever i, I thought you guys were better last time or some shit there's like <laughs> 10 people out there in the crowd that you never meet or yeah. don't talk to you that night yeah. that like loved your shit yeah your shit you changed their life yeah. and it, it was therapeutic and you won them over yeah. or they just continue yeah. to love you so like we just always try to remember that We might have had a bad experience with whoever that one time, but the next nine people we're going to meet are going to be dope and going to be worth investing into and being cool with and being us and
0: not having to be, you know. Well, negative people are always going to be louder i feel very like. true you know what i'm saying very it's the <laughs> they're, truest they're, shit ever it's like where are the other thousands of people you read you'll that read a, a hundred <laughs> comments yeah. on fucking youtube and that are all like yo your, your album
2: was amazing <laughs> shit was amazing and you're like oh fuck yeah and then you'll meet you'll read one that says your album sucked
1: and be like oh and you have a terrible sticks day sticks with you one comment yeah. That's the worst
2: one. yeah yeah
1: yeah it's fucked up but yeah no um one thing i want to say before you know, I want to make sure that we promote. Is want to make sure that we promote his solo album. Yeah. That he made. Um, it's really amazing. Thanks, man. And um.
2: Yeah. Pressure point. I just have a lot of stuff. I mean, minutes it's to midnight. Like, yeah, it's, your new we, solo we dropped so, in so in much
1: music.
0: There, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We've been um. We like me and him. The solo albums we've done like kind of on a like in every other two albums rotation. We took little breaks in between, but we've done a Mayday album every year. Damn! Yeah, every year since we signed. Wow. So yeah, we've done almost like uh, ten albums since we signed. It's strange. Mayday albums, and then uh and then we have our solo records too. I just did my third one. He just did a second one. So. Um, yeah and, and, and he just did a mixtape too So we like work We work a lot We love the shit that, That's my favorite part About the COVID test Was that It benched us Like I started a podcast We're like doing side hustles We're like trying to figure out Ways to like Stay in the game And also like What do we want to do when I'm, this. I'm, fl- when I'm, make,
1: I'm a pizza man You know what I'm saying <laughs> Flipping that dough Come Flipping through dough. to Mama try it If you ah. wanted that Ill pizza slice From your yeah. boy <laughs> You know what I mean
2: And the tricky, <laughs> trickiest part About like getting paused And getting benched And not being able To do shows is It makes you think about, like, damn, do I really want to keep doing this Mm -hmm. for real, you know? And I feel like this tour in the fall will, like, solidify that for us because the few shows that we have been able to do since the covid like sit down um, I, I, Stop me if I'm wrong But I feel like We all went out And was like Oh yeah I love this shit Like I still love this shit After all these years All the like trials And tribulations Get on that stage And like I remember now Like oh this is why We did this so much And broke our necks In these past few years Before the the pause you know we love this shit and um it was nice to like be reminded of that when you have to question it after yeah. being sit, sat down for a year and a half or whatever so i i feel like um i'm i'm ex- really excited going into the next few years for us the next few projects the next few tours like i'm almost
0: more excited now than i was like 3 4 years ago so sick yeah that's awesome thanks well guys I mean thanks, thanks thank for you brother this time. Likewise, and uh, bro. make sure y'all go check out uh, Burns New Stuff Sorry right for on. the Mess yeah sorry for the sorry mess, for the mess. Uh, Rex what's Rex' album called? Pressure Point what, pressure, pressure Point Point. Hollywood. and then what Minutes to Midnight uh, minutes, minutes to Midnight, to midnight, midnight is the, to la- midnight. the
1: latest Mayday album and uh, yeah. we'll be back here do the podcast again for when Rex does his solo his, his solo stuff
0: Yeah, let's talk. And uh, we'll talk some more, man. (laughs) Awesome. You know what I mean? Make sure you guys uh, like us, uh, like the video, subscribe, all this bullshit. What? Uh, A a big one for us right now are the reviews Apple Music reviews, Apple Apple, Podcast reviews, Mm and Talk about
1: uh, my shoes. You know what I mean? Spread the word,
0: (laughs) share it, like it, whatever. Just do all this stuff so we can keep delivering epic content to you guys. And uh, that's a wrap, fellas. Thank, Thank you, Thank you. Sugar Shack yeah, Podcast. For Appreciate, with
1: us, it. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all,
0: <laughs> Sugar Shack. All up. Later. Yeah. <laughs> B, I know. It was he like got the bugs. me. The bugs are out here. Ah, B got me in my collarbone. Collar <laughs> hurt. yeah, got some good mice action though, huh? Yeah.
1: yeah. Kind of Definitely some good mice. See, Yo, one of them. One of them made him. a jump and he didn't yeah, make it. Yeah, he didn't make it, dude. <laughs> <laughs>